0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, October 12th. U.S. equity futures have a modest bid this morning. So you have S&P futures up 25 points. That's about 70 basis points. NASDAQ futures are outperforming up 95 points. That's 87 basis points. And then the Dow futures are up 170 points, which is about 58 basis points. So trying to recoup the sell-off that occurred um, in the final hours of the Tuesday session, uh nothing too dramatic to note this morning, although a few items to uh to run through. So there is a lot of non-news out of the UK. Remember, the head of the BOE yesterday came out and said that the bond purchase programs will end as scheduled on Friday. And he warned that pension funds have three days, quote unquote, to get their affairs in order before those, uh before that support comes to an end. There was an FT article out a few hours ago saying how, well, maybe the Support could continue beyond the 14th. The BoE came out and said that's not true. So, a lot of UK noise. Um, you know, I think clearly the UK has had uh, a very, very tough several weeks on the fiscal and monetary front. They are still kind of catching up to the crisis. They have yet to come out ahead of the crisis. There are going to be liquidity support measures that continue beyond the 14th, and I think the BoE has shown that there is a red line in markets that they won't allow dysfunction to occur beyond. Um, you know, but again, I think in general it's kind of noise more than news as far as the BOE and the UK is concerned. So, to the extent you did see the U.S. stock market sell off on the Bailey comment yesterday, um, you know today's rebound makes some sense. So, as far as real news for today is concerned, the Bank of Korea hiked rates 50 basis points as expected, but some of the accompanying language was dovish. So, you can kind of put this in the same category as the RBA from last week. Uh, you know, "quote unquote" a dovish hike. Um, you know, there were two members that wanted to hike only 25 basis points, and then they did say that they're, you know, within 50 basis points of kind of being done with this cycle as far as hiking is concerned. Biden had a long interview on CNN last night, a lot of headlines coming out of it. I don't think any of them really shift the narrative all that much. Nothing was really shocking, but that is um, all over the media this morning, just highlights from that interview. Nothing too incremental on Russia, Ukraine, although, you know, if you kind of read through some of the deranged rhetoric coming out of Moscow, there is a lot more talk about peace negotiations, some type of a settlement negotiation for the war. Um, it doesn't seem like anything is imminent, but I think, um, you know, again, the writing is on the wall as far as Russia is concerned. They are losing, they're losing badly. They seem incapable of mounting much of a comeback. The missile barrages that they're firing into cities against civilian targets. Um, is a you know humanitarian catastrophe, but it will not matter militarily, um, and they're kind of wasting resources of which they don't have many. So Putin will be meeting with Turkey's Erdogan today in Kazakhstan. Um, you know Turkey has been kind of the um, main mediator as far as any type of a negotiation that's happening at all. So if there is some type of a deal, Turkey will most likely be involved. So. Have to see how that unfolds going forward. But um, again, nothing too incremental, other than there will be that meeting today between uh, Putin and Erdogan. Uh, nothing too incremental on China. Um, you know, there talk about, you know, on the COVID front, case numbers are rising again. They are seeing reports of various different restrictions being imposed. Shanghai denied reports that it was imposing a citywide lockdown, although they are kind of quietly rolling out various different restrictions. Hynix received a one-year waiver from the recent Washington-China chip restrictions. So that might be a source of relief for the semiconductor space, which has been decimated in the last several days. Um, On the jobs front, reports of very large layoffs at Intel. Depending on how big the numbers are at Intel, this could be kind of the first real big job cut announcement um, from from a major company, um, it looks like you could get a formal announcement out of Intel when they report earnings in a couple of weeks. Uh, for today's calendar, so you have the second inflation data point of the week. The PPI is at 8:30. This follows the first inflation data point that happened yesterday. The New York Fed Consumer expectation Survey. Um, you know, I think the market right now is 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 expecting kind of very firm uh, inflation numbers from the PPI today, and then the CPI tomorrow. Um, you know, most people assume that your risks are to the upside on both numbers. So I think that kind of helps somewhat as far as expectations are concerned. I'm more interested today in the Fed minutes at two o'clock, um, you know, based on the press conference at the last meeting, um, people should be expecting a very hawkish readout. I think more interesting will be how much talk behind the scenes is there of, um, you know, the two dovish uh, buzzwords, two side to and then lag effects as far as policy is concerned. So whenever Fed officials talk about two-sided risks and then the lag of lagged effects, those are, um, again, kind of dovish terms. So it'll be interesting to see how much those two themes were talked about at the last meeting. That to me will be the real big takeaway from the minutes. Otherwise, you should expect a lot of commentary that you've been hearing from Fed officials for the last several weeks, um, and it will be hawkish. For earnings, you really just have Pepsi out before the open, um, and then that's pretty much it as far as schedule company-specific news is concerned. And that is everything for today, Wednesday, October 12th. Thank you for listening.